Hello everyone and welcome back to the show. My name is Mike and let's talk about the films. The great movies, the interesting stuff behind them, their production, so on and so forth. But let's today discuss something that keeps popping up in today's society and that of course is the diversity of film casts. Now, I have heard, oh, so many comments, so many, about we're bringing, we're bringing a diverse cast and the cheers and boos from general commenters. Now, where do I stand on this sort of thing? And is this really a problem? Is this something that we uh, really should be focusing and looking at? So, on the surface of it, it's not that big a deal as far as I'm concerned. You know, you have uh, more people involved in movies. More, more diverse cast, if you will. And you know, and that's fine. I don't see a problem with that. If that goes along with your uh, story that you're looking to have in, put on film, I don't see a real issue with that. The problem is, is when inevitably you have someone who decides that they didn't like a particular film from years ago or a television show because it's too insert blank. Like, oh, but look at that. It's just an all-white cast. Ugh. When you start breaking down things based solely on the skin color of the actors therein, then you start having some serious problems, at least in my particular view. A film needs to stand based solely on the strength of its story, how good a story it is to be told, as well as how uh, well crafted are the characters within that story. Are they compelling, compelling characters? Are they characters that I care about? Or is it a story that I really feel invested in? Not so much, oh, look, it's another white guy. Ugh. Now, I find that if you're just... To me, the whole argument is more a complaint of the window dressing. That's really what it boils down, in my mind, what it boils down to. I don't like the way this set is set up. And this, with the actors being part of almost like the furniture. I don't like that color. I want to see different colors. I like to see people who can act. There's a shocking statement to make. I'd like to see if they're actually talented. You know, if you have a good script, then if they're good actors and they're a good fit for the script, I don't see an issue with it. It needs to be far more than just something as shallow as, I don't want to see a white guy. I want to see a uh, black, transgender, gay, dear person. So, I mean, come on. That's just getting to the point of silliness here. Do I think that there are films for folks like that? Absolutely. I mean, there's so many kinds of stories you can tell. 
and I don't see an issue with having anyone that a particular director, if they feel, hey, this is the kind of person that I think would be the best fit for the story. I have no problems. No problems at all. It's when you're trying to retcon things. If you're if you try to have someone go and do a Star Trek film and retcon it to where uh, Captain Kirk is now a strong gay black woman, I don't think you're going to get a lot of praise heaped upon you. You'll get something heaped on you, not praise, I'm pretty sure. But that really kind of boils down to the question of diversity in films as well as the idea of whitewashing. That's been a term that has been thrown around, especially back when they came out with the uh, live-action Ghost in the Shell movie, which, honestly, I think that was a bad idea on its face. But the film, not so much the casting, just the film in general, I thought was a terrible idea. But let's discuss first... Let's go, let's go and uh, really talk about why uh, there's been such a push when it comes to things like uh, getting rid of whitewashing. Uh, Hollywood in, in, of the past, and in some cases quite recent past, in a few areas here and there, has been uh, systematically, when they make films, stereotyping. Lots of people of different ethnicities. This is something that has happened for a long time in entertainment. You can go all the way back to the minstrels show where white actors would put on blackface and do an offensive version of an offensive and stereotypical version of black people on stage for entertainment. As well as you can go for a little forward, more forward in time from vaudeville to uh, film, you would see some of that carry over. Uh, you would see uh, particular actors. In fact, there's a great particular example when it comes to uh, John Wayne, in which he played. Now you have to understand, John Wayne's he was a six foot one, six foot two tall white guy. And they did makeup to make him Mongolian. He became Genghis Khan. Terrible film, by the way. But, you know, that that is the personification of whitewashing. Now, you could say that, well, how many Mongolian actors are there? True... But you also had to have to think of the time in which uh, not a lot of people who weren't white were able to get acting jobs. Nowadays, you have lots of people. And if you say, no, no, Hollywood is super white as a counterpoint, then explain to me Idris Elba, and a great actor, and he's a black man. He is a fabulous actor. So how do you explain him? How can you explain all of the great actors we've had over the years? You know, Wesley Snipes. There's another one that comes to mind. Jet Li, Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee. Lots of different people that we've had in film. Now, I understand because of that, of the past, there's some sensitivity to the idea that 
you have a character who is portrayed in one uh, form of media to be this and now you're bringing it to this to the screen whether it's the silver screen or the small screen and you're having this particular actor or actress portray that character and they're not the same all right here let me kind of work and we'll use the ghost in a shell example because that was the one that everyone was absolutely raging about here's the thing in the anime in the manga the main character of ghost in the shell major motoko kusanage now that sounds very a very japanese name but the whole thing takes place in well, at least in the manga, it, took it would take place in Hong Kong. So, what do you have that? Now you have the animes that would take place in Japan. So that would make her Japanese. But she doesn't appear Japanese even in the anime. She just doesn't. She looks like a typical Japanese, Japanese anime character. You know, large eyes, so on and so forth. In fact, a lot. if you look at a lot of uh, anime, a lot of the characters quite often are shown with very uh, Western feelings, a lot of Western looks that Japanese people don't have. I mean, how many uh, Japanese people do you know of that have naturally occurring blonde hair and blue eyes? I don't know of any. This is just what the creators of the mangas of the anime that's the aesthetic they were going for. When they went with uh, Motoko Kusanage, the major, they gave her a lot more of a Western look. You'd have to ask the creators themselves why they decided to go with that particular look. But that's what they did. And when you look at uh, Scarlett Johansson, who they cast into the role of the live-action major in the film, and you kind of do a side-by-side -side comparison, yeah, uh, she has a fairly similar look. And is that a problem? I didn't think it was. The film, I thought, was a... It was, it was a bad film. It was a bad film, and it was... Uh, I don't think it was a good idea. However, that aside, was it whitewashing? Well, the thing is, is that the only thing anyone ever had to go on when it came to the major and where she was from was based on either the manga or was based uh, from the anime. Was this ever, was this a, a person that had very distinctive features of a particular ethnicity? No. She had a Japanese name. She, in the manga, was uh, her she lived and worked in Hong Kong and in the animes in Japan. And honestly, she had the looks of a Western person. So I'm not really sure how you can really describe the character. Hell, even the guys who, cr who created the character for the anime and I think even the manga, they were like, yeah, no, Scarlett Johansson. And they saw the look and they're like, yeah, sure, that works. That's perfectly fine. We don't see a problem with that. <laughs> so if the original creators were like, yeah, sure, that looks fine. We think it's fine. 
why is it that everyone else has to go ahead and jump out of the woodwork to uh, defame and decry something that the creators thought was fine? Uh, it's a tough one. That really that speaks to personal motive when it comes to something like that of each person making these kinds of comments. And it's I'm sure it's as varied as asking 100 people what two toppings they want on a pizza, and you're going to get 100 answers. Who knows? And I'm sure a lot of the logic behind a lot of those comments are about as shallow as a puddle. Why does an ocean shallow as a puddle? Because that's what I've, I've been seeing quite a bit of when people start really ranting and raving you know, on online, on social media, and comment sections, and in videos, when it comes to something like this, is that their justification of the, this is really just for them to scream and to sound as though they're somehow more enlightened than the rest of us. It's I would have I would have to say with in an, for a number of instances, it's just them trying to gain clout. You know, some might have actually good points to make. I'm willing to hear them, but for the most part, it just seems to be self-aggrandizement. That's what it is, in my personal view. Just an opinion, but that's what it appears to be to me. <sighs> so, yeah, when so I, I can understand, at least from a cultural perspective for some ethnicities, that this can be a real problem. I mean, like... I've said in the past, you know, I have native ancestry that I can trace back. And the old westerns didn't portray any native tribes in very good light. In fact, they were quite often used as just fodder for the good guys to mow down as as these generic horde mode enemies. And yeah, that doesn't really sit well with me, but you know, you've also had really great characters that have uh, gone out, you know, that have been natives, that have been portrayed in various films that I think, you know, really show a, a much more broad and nuanced view. So, yeah, I'm I'm also not going to go on social media and decry something. Oh, no, look at them. It's the gangs of New York, and they're decrying the, they're putting down the Irish because, you know, my side of my mom's family is Irish. I'm not going to go and start screaming about how uh, it was such a terrible thing. I mean, come on. Though I have used uh, occasionally to... Well, that it's... <laughs> I have, I've gone and trolled some people in the past, especially when they would use the whole line of cultural appropriation, which I think is stupid culturally a cultural appropriation yeah right it's like are you irish no then stop celebrating saint patrick's day you ass <laughs> that's my holiday <laughs> oh and it's always these morons who aren't the ethnicity they're defending oh cinco de mayo that's cultural appropriation i'm sorry are you from mexico no shut the hell up <laughs> oh it's stupid and when you see a lot of these people who are making comments, yes, some people are of the ethnicity involved. More often than not, they're, they aren't. 
they're just these petty people who are trying to make petty points in a situation that more often than not doesn't warrant it at all uh, heady topic I've got to say but uh, honestly when it comes to the idea of whitewashing does it still occur I'm sure it does here and there probably not, it definitely doesn't occur in the egregious way it has happened in the past mainly because people are far more aware of it than they have ever been and I would say a little more sensitive to the idea and to the subject but when we're talking about having the main issue which is the idea of uh, diversity which you know if you want your you want a uh, cast of characters that's uh, has more different kinds of gender you know more instead of just being male as they as an argument I've heard everything's so white male centric that's not true I've seen more than a few shows that really buck that trend it really does so I'm not quite sure what they're trying to drive at you know not even the, from the 60s the original Star Trek you know you did have a uh, black woman Uhura you also had a uh, man of Asian descent on the show just to kind of lay that out there for you now do can I understand you know having a more diverse cast yeah if if the scene if the story calls for it if it's something that's kind of a plot point or if you just want to uh, kind of break it up and have maybe have different perspectives for with the characters to give different perspectives on things I can see that are there tropes involved still when it comes to uh, certain ethnicities within film absolutely there are I mean the old trope in horror films you know the black guy dies first that's that is a trope that has been around for quite a while so yeah I quite honestly there there's a conversation to be had but it's a conversation it needs to be two ways it can't just be one side screaming about it at the other and never allowing the other side to ever have any kind of say because that's not a conversation that's someone being yelled at and you're not going to get anywhere with that when it comes to the idea of forced diversity and people will point out you know the buzz phrases that are used you know it's going to be a diverse it's a cast that's diverse and we wanted a more inclusive set and show people catch the onto these as these are the buzzwords of someone who is going to cram their political ideology down your throat for you know the 25 30 minute runtime of an episode every episode or through the hour and a half to one to two hours of film they're just gonna start cramming that down your throat their political agenda do I see that yeah I do see that I do see uh, a number of shows 
we you that you can point i mean look at uh, doctor who i mean 50 years that show has been on and then you have the latest doctor and it's very heavy-handed with its political ideological agenda if you'd like to call it that it's the it would be the agenda of the uh, showrunner and the, you know the director and writers it would be their political it would be their agenda to get their political ideology out there and cramming it down everyone's throat whether they like it or not and by the BBC's own numbers clearly the audience doesn't because they've been leaving in droves so hmm but they don't care as far as does that kind of you know hmm this is it's always an interesting topic to try and dissect because the idea of having a diverse cast different viewpoints different ways of thinking I think's a good thing in the idea of inclusivity well you know I'm much more instead of I'm only going to bring this person in because they're gay because they're white black brown what have you they're they are transgender whatever that to me sounds more like you're just ticking off a box and not actually giving uh, people who have talent the chance and opportunity to show off that talent it should be that the person who is the best fit the mo with the most talent who can bring the best performance should be the one that gets the performance not because they're the right skin tone the right gender the right what have you political leanings i if i were you know a writer for writing a script or if i was someone directing a film i wouldn't give a shit what your political ideologies are far left far right somewhere in the middle so long as you can act i don't give a shit because really it needs to be about the performance it needs to be about how you perform on screen in front of the camera that's what i that's what i care about if you're uh if you're someone who supports you know the current presidential administration or you're totally against it i don't care who you support politically i just don't this side, that side, somewhere in the middle, no one at all. I don't care. It's not my job to care. It's my job to make sure that you look good on screen. That's all I care about. I think far too many people have gotten wrapped up when it comes to that. And that really comes down with it comes to the idea of diversity and inclusivity of your cast. It should be, does, this, does having a diverse cast means something to the film does it drive the film forward does it drive the story forward if it does fantastic absolutely if it drives the story forward then you need to use folks like this this diverse collection inclusivity though i think i have issues with while i do agree uh, people should be giving opportunities we should be giving them opportunities not as someone that as a diversity hire you know you check a box 
so we'll hire you. No, no, you need to actually be able to contribute something to the work, whether it's a show, a play, or a movie. You need to actually be able to pull off the characters that we'd like you to pull off. Not because, yeah, okay, so we really need someone who's, you know, the gay, black, transgender, unicorn person. Check. Whether or not they actually can do it, oh, who knows? It just We just needed to have that on there. That's a terrible way of doing things. It should really go to the person who's the most talented. Yeah, sure. Am I going to get some, you know, hate for that? Yeah. Do I care? Not really. Because it's just my opinion. And opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one and no one wants to hear about yours. So, <laughs> uh, but those are just, as I look at it, some people just get way too wrapped up in this whole idea. You know, they, they become so focused on the correct thing to do. I want the correct cast. I want the correct story. Well, the thing is, is that if you have a, a diverse cast, and it, there, it's a diverse cast because I needed to check a box, why do I... And, and if the story's terrible, I think you're doing far more harm than good. Uh, you look at uh, Doctor Who. They decided to make the Doctor female. Okay. Well, after 50 years, you're going to be running out of ideas. So I guess that's a change of pace. But then they go so hard and drive home that, no, no, you see, according to us, Doctor Who always was a woman. The, 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 all the previous Doctors, they were just, you know, little hiccups in the whole thing. Right. Now, does the Doctor, the current Doctor Who, are the stories worth watching? Clearly not. The numbers show for themselves. Most people are like, no, I'm out. If your characters and story aren't interesting and aren't compelling and keeping an audience around, probably that's not that's probably a knock on you. And if you're doing this out of some kind of personal crusade to make uh, everyone able to get, you know, any anyone any woman can have a, a career in film. Any uh, person of color can have a career in film. And then you create this magnum opus that ends up flopping hard on its face. I would have to ask, don't you think that's hurting your cause? Or don't you think that getting something in which you've proudly gone out and said, oh, it's a female-centric whatever, TV show or movie, and then it ends up bombing because you have a terrible idea that you made, you've gotten writers who are simply yes-men and are just going along with you. And so you have a terrible story with terrible characters that no one gives a shit about. And so it ends up failing. It ends up flopping. Don't you think that most people will go, okay, so every time I see the term female-centric whatever, 
Don't you think that maybe now they'll be like, wow, oh, if it says female-centric, it must be garbage. Hot garbage. I'm thinking that maybe you are doing ex you are doing the exact opposite of what you're hoping to accomplish. Look at 2016 Ghostbusters. A female-centric film. A female-centric comedy. A female-centric reboot. Remake. Not a reboot, a remake. It was a definite remake. A female-centric remake of a classic film. It's the girl's turn now. And then it flops hard. <laughs> and then with the recent announcement from Disney... I think that was by force <laughs> of a female centric Star Wars show for Disney Plus. Uh huh. Yeah. You, you kind of see the lack of interest. The lack of interest is palpable. No one gives a shit. <laughs> so, when it comes to the idea of diversity and inclusivity, if the uh, if diver if the being having a diverse cast drives the story and plot forward it's an interesting wrinkle it's not the four the at, put it to the four and that's the only reason this film is made to have a diverse cast it helps to drive the story forward to give new perspective then sure go for it if it doesn't i uh, i think you're doing more harm than good you know, that's just my opinion. So, I think that's it for me for today. Uh, so, hey everyone, stay safe out there, and I will catch you next time.